Hey there, it's Cassie here with The Happy Thinker. Today's episode is episode 49, and we're getting real close to 50. By my 50th episode, you will hear all about my website, and that is a super exciting thing. But for now, let's hop right into this topic today. Today, I want to talk about how you define your identity. It's interesting when people ask the question, who are you? How do you see yourself? And what makes you you? These are all similar questions, but they really boil down to your identity. The problem with identity is a vast majority of people define themselves by external circumstance or external um, value in some way, not by an internal thing. They might have some core internal values that make up who they are, but that's not how they identify themselves, how they think about themselves. When we're talking about identifying yourself, we're talking about how do you think about yourself? What are the thoughts that run through your mind that collectively make up you to the world. I think defining your identity is a very important topic that you definitely should consider for yourself. The reason why you should get clear about defining your identity is if you took everything you define yourself from external circumstance or external value away, stripped it all away, and you were just left with you. Who would you be? What would your identity say about yourself? What is true for you no matter what happens in your life or what's taken away? What's true about you? Who are you at that core level, at a deeper level than external things? And when I say external things, what I mean is it doesn't necessarily have to be superficial things. It can even be deep, meaningful things like our parenthood or who we're married to or how we show up for our friends. How we show up for our friends would be something that could always be true for you no matter what. That could be an identity, a deeper self. But your parenthood, if you identify yourself as a mother or a, or a father or if you identify yourself in that way... What would happen, God forbid, if you weren't a mother or a father, you didn't have the ability to parent your children for whatever reason? Who would you be if that's how you define yourself? If your job was taken away and you define yourself as an accountant or you define yourself as, I don't know, a pilot, whatever it is that you do and you say, yeah, this is who I am, I'm an artist, would you still be able to to define yourself if what you did was taken away from you, if your job was taken away from you. We never like to think about what could be taken from us, but we don't always have control over life circumstance. But what we have control over is our ability to respond to whatever circumstance life throws at us. So if you have a core identity that doesn't, it is still true for you and doesn't change no matter your circumstances, you cannot be rocked. You will be able to be resilient in all things because 
you know deep down exactly who you are regardless of circumstance and therefore when you have the circumstance that you do of any kind whether positive or negative it can be more of a blessing because you don't rest and stake your identity in it so you wouldn't know who you are without it instead it's just a beautiful additive to your life who you are what is true for you no matter what is what you need to define for yourself so you know who you are deep down Not only can it be helpful for being able to trust and rely on your core self values, no matter of circumstance, and also build up that resilience, but another thing knowing your core identity of who you are can do for you is if you've worked with my tool of living from future self, if you haven't listened to that episode of my podcast, please go do that because it is a super good episode about living from your future and how to do that, living from that future version of you that already has everything you already want now in this current present moment. So... That tool can be a super helpful tool to manifest whatever you're looking to manifest in your life currently. If it's more abundance, if it's more gratitude, if it's more health, if it's more life-giving words, whatever it is, nurturing, whatever it is you're looking to manifest in your life and in your lifestyle, that is a great tool to work towards manifesting it, to bringing it even closer to a reality, bringing it even closer to a lifestyle for you and ultimately living the life that you want. Future self is a great tool to work towards that. Where people get stuck with future self is they have trouble envisioning that already successful, happy, fulfilled version of themselves. They might know what they want, but they can't really picture themselves already there. So, Identifying your core identity qualities about who you are now can majorly impact your ability to think about your future self and exactly what that looks like for you and exactly what that feels like for you and being able to use that tool. So once you have nailed down your core identities of who you are, the values that are most important to you at the core of yourself, and you've nailed them down to a point of you can rely on that as always being true about you no matter circumstance then that gives you the ability to use that tool more efficiently to bring that future self into a more realistic version for yourself instead of having trouble imagining what the future self would look like with success happiness fulfillment whatever it is you're seeking health whatever it is you're seeking picture yourself now the core of who you are If you took away all your circumstances, picture who you are now, the core values of who you are, and adding circumstances that are positive, adding those things around you. So you're not changing who you are. Nothing about you changes just because you have more success. Nothing about you changes because you have better health. Who you are deep down, that's always going to be true for you. Now you can picture that person, those things that are always true for you, with more positive beneficial circumstance that make you more successful that make you more wealthy that make you more full of life that make you more grateful that make you more full of health and vitality 
that's how you can bring those things into fruition. And also this helps you be able to split that understanding that your circumstances create how you feel about life because they don't. Who you are creates how you feel about life. You could have an amazing life and not feel great about it because who you are deep down and who you've been are not focused upon it. So don't rest who you are and the identity of who you are in your circumstances and you will definitely thank yourself later. Make the things you want to be true about you true about you regardless. So... Learning your true identity can do a lot of things for you as a person. It can build your confidence knowing that no matter what things come across your path, you'll always be able to rely on knowing who you are because those things will always be true about you no matter what happens. This gives you great confidence and trust in your ability to handle anything because you already know who you are. You don't have to worry about who you might be if your situation changes. The certainty that this gives your brain can be very trust-building and confidence-giving. Another thing that it can do is if you've worked with my tool of living from your future self, then you can think to that future version of you, the most healthy, happy, successful version of you, the one that you're goal is towards you can think of that version of you and you can know your core identity now is exactly who that person is just with all the extra additive circumstances that are positive that can make it even more real for you to be able to envision that future self as being you You are still your core identity, you know who you are, and that future self is you. Those things are always true about you, even in the future, when you have all of the success, fulfillment, happiness, and whatever it is you're seeking already at your disposal. Goal is towards. You can think of... By establishing for yourself an identity, it gives you a north star of sorts, a compass to kind of guide you, a set of immutable standards for yourself that no matter what happens, what circumstance, or what life decides to put in your path or take from your path, you know exactly where you're still headed because your direction comes from within who you are, not from your external valuables, external possessions, external circumstances. So how do we define our identity, especially if you have been living through your circumstances or through your external things? For instance, if you're a parent or if you're in a relationship that you've been in for a while or when you're very committed to, you may define yourself by that commitment to that person or you may define yourself by your parenting or you may define yourself by your work. If you're really committed to your work or if you're really passionate about your work, you may define yourself by that. So if you've been that person who's been defining yourself by external circumstances, I want you to think about who you are at your core. 
I am going to pose you a crazy scenario, but I just want you to think about it for the exercise purpose of it. No need to scare anyone or make anyone fret. Nothing like this is even close to happening no matter what's going on with COVID-19. But I do want you to understand that what would be left over is the thing that you want to focus on. So let's say we took you from your current life, your current lifestyle, all your friends and family, and we stripped you of any valuables. So the only thing you have is your physical self. So we'll say your physical health currently. All you have is your physical health, your mental and emotional health, that whatever state it's in at this current moment. And we dropped you on a deserted island in a apocalyptic world. In one where there isn't technology, there isn't advancement, nothing. It's just, it's, it's, you know, like caveman style. If we dropped you on an island and you can either imagine yourself by yourself or with other people. So, but no one you know. These are strangers and they don't know each other either. If this were to happen, picture who you would be in that scenario. Who would you be? What would come out of you that is directly you and always true about you if everything you ever knew, everything you've ever had, everything you've ever defined yourself by was gone? What would still be true about you? Those are your identity traits. So if you don't like what you think might come out of you in that scenario and you can picture and envision yourself in that scenario and you don't like the person you think that would come out or if you think the the things that might come out of you is fear and anxiety and worry and unsurety and insecurities if those are the things you would worry about it's probably because you're staking your identity and your physical circumstances so If you're that person, how do we define our real true identity? It starts with your values, your core values as a person. What are your core values? There are a list of core values you can find on many sites. Um, You can look at the list and choose from them which one aligns with who you are. And really fits for you. Um, My suggestion to you is make a list of as many core value things as you can think of. So if you're an artist, creativity or being a creator, that's a core value to you. If you're an artist, if you believe in being upfront and honest, authenticity might be a core value to you. If you believe in hard work, Um, dedication, diligence, commitment, those could be core values for you. Um, If you believe in personal growth and you'll always want to be getting better, that may be a core value for you. If you believe in loving people at all costs, that could be a core value for you. If you believe in justice, treating people as you would want to be treated or treating people what they deserve, if that's a core value for you. All of these kinds of core beliefs that we subscribe to in our current lives. So if you're making a list and you're finding there are core values that you're like, this is the person I want to be, but this is not the person I am right now, that's okay. I want you to split this into two lists. 
One, the core values that are important to you, that are your current reality, who you are now, and the core values that maybe align with who you want to be and who you are sometimes, but they're not quite a perfect match or a perfect fit for you in your current reality and your current circumstance or situation because you've been being different because of circumstance. So I want you to split that into two columns if that's you. If all of your core values do align with who you are, awesome. You're in a very good place and you're on the right track. But it starts with your core values. What is true for you deep down that has nothing to do with your circumstance? Your core values are very important to define. So for myself, I narrowed it down to three for the exercise of core values. One of mine is authenticity. I believe in subscribing to being the most authentic version of myself, not influenced by anybody's idea of me, by anybody's expectation of me, by any circumstance. No matter what's going on, I never want to fake who I am. I always want to be authentic to self. So that's one of my core values. My third core value is a deep, loving connection to others. Learning to connect and bridge people together. That's a core value for me. Learning to make bridges, repair bridges, connect others together, and connect myself to others. Learning to to connect the dots for people and myself. I never want to isolate or box anybody in or judge or create any kind of stigma or barrier that would divide people and not bring a unification for people. I want to demolish all separation. The last core value for me that I narrowed down to always be true for me no matter what is I prescribe to a growth mindset, a growing mentality. A a core value of mine is to always be growing, always be evolving towards the best version of myself. And that is never going to change because of any circumstance. I will always continue to try to reach for a better version of me, reach for a more understanding version, a more compassionate version, a kinder version of me, the best version of me that I can reach for through many different means. And that may always be evolving and changing as I grow, but that too is growth. So that's another core value of mine. On my separate list of core values that I want to prescribe to, but I'm not sure completely fit. They do some of the time, but not always. So I want to bring more of them into my life is gratitude. I have to say I have gained a lot of stride in that area specifically in the past year. I didn't always prescribe to having as much of an intention towards gratitude as I do now. And I'm much better at expressing my gratitude, experiencing my gratitude and living in it, but I still need quite a bit of work. It's not always true for me, no matter what the circumstances. And I want to change that. I want to be a person that prescribes to gratitude, no matter circumstance. So that's one I put on this list of ones I want to be myself, but aren't quite yet. Another one I put on that list that I want to be myself, but aren't quite yet 
is always being the person who shows up for me, never waiting for someone else to show up for me, but instead me being that person that cheers myself on, me being that person who gives myself grace and understanding, but at the same time pushes me to the next level, pushes me to be a better me. I never want external circumstances to dictate whether I continue to push forward. Instead, I want that to come from me. So that is one thing that I would like to prescribe to as a person and always be true about me at a core value, that I'm always the one cheering myself on and showing up for myself. No matter if others do or not, that's external circumstance. So those are the two on my list of once. I'm sure if you've listed a couple already and done this exercise, you probably have more than one or two on your list. So did I. But it's always best to narrow down your core values to three at minimum and five at maximum. Because a lot of other things might be important to you and might be something that are you know, embedded in you, but your core values are like the stable pillars that you stand on. Too many of them, it gets too cluttered and your brain can't really focus and give 100% effort to those areas of your life. It's best to just prescribe to you three at minimum and five at maximum. So for me, this exercise was very beneficial because I found out the three that define me now exactly who I am and I can always trust in and the two that I want to make more of for myself. Okay, so how do we go about creating more of these in ourselves? It starts with your habits. Your habits are another strong indicator of your identity. The reason why this is, is because habits are unique to each of us individually and no matter how minuscule the habit, it's something that you practice. It's something you practice on a regular daily or weekly basis and it speaks volumes about who you are. It speaks the truth of who you mentally prescribe to be even if you don't realize it. So what do your current habits tell yourself about you? So I want you to kind of examine some habits that you do on the daily. What are your daily habits? Do you get up in the morning and drink a hot cup of herbal tea? Or do you hop out of bed and drink a cup of coffee? What does that habit say about you? What do your current habits tell you about yourself and what do they speak about what you care about? For example, if you are a parent and of young children and you pack your kid's bag before the morning before or the day before, a couple hours before you go do anything um, so that you're ready and so that they're always prepared and have everything they need, that speaks to the fact of love and nurturing and that speaks to the fact that you're someone who likes to be prepared. All three of those things are things that might be true about you as a person and your habits reflect that. So what do you do? Do you go for a run every day and what does that say about you? Do you flip off the TV occasionally and read a book or is that something that you never do and you're always watching TV? Do you take the time to express yourself creatively every day, somehow, some way? Do all your habits align with your core values is the next question you need to ask yourself. Now that you've got your list of core values of who you are regardless of circumstances, do your habits 
do they speak to those qualities about you? If they don't, it's time to do some work, time to make some changes. These little habits don't seem important in the short day-to-day, but in the long run, create the life that you're looking for. Small habits can make the difference between these huge leaps because they give you every little bit that will slowly move that needle and make the difference. So your habits are the next thing you really want to identify when trying to figure out who you are. They help tell you who you are. So if your habits are not ones you like and they're not expressing things you like about yourself, it's time to look at those habits and start making a change. The next thing we need to think about when we're talking about our identity is our mindset. What kind of mindset do you have on the regular? Is your mindset one of these two? Um, It's believed that there's two types of mindsets, but there's a lot of subcategories off of these mindsets. But the main two types of mindsets are a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Fixed mindset people believe that their traits and talents, the things that are already inside themselves naturally, are the key to their success. And their their knowledge and skill set are permanent. They feel that their success doesn't come from growing into their shoes. It's from being the person they've always been to be successful. A growth mindset comes from a mindset of gaining knowledge and experience and that is what will push you towards success consistently increasing what you know and your information they believe that success depends upon their effort not upon natural born talent both of these mindsets are helpful in certain areas and hindering in other areas Most people have a little bit of both and lean more towards one side or the other, but the question I really want you to do in in practice with this specific thing is identify where you have a fixed mindset and identify where you have a growth mindset. Then ask yourself, is that benefiting you to have that mindset in that area of your life? Neither one of these mindsets are necessarily wrong. Most people believe the growth mindset has more positive benefits than the fixed mindset, but neither one is wrong. It's just depending upon where you're placing them in your life and if they're benefiting you in that area.